Welcome everyone to the Pro Wrestling Spotlight Presents True Hill Heat 25. We are back again, coming one week off of the Royal Rumble weekend, so we're going to cover everything that happened during the Royal Rumble weekend, as well as preview Major League Wrestling Super Fight tonight in Philly, as well as New Japan Pro Wrestling New Beginning shows all this weekend and next week. I'm SP3, we got the top guy JJ, Yes, sir. and returning is none other. Then Jay News. You guys wanted him, so we got him back. We got Jay News back with us. Welcome back to the show, Jay News. How was your first time on True Hill Heat? Since you're back, it must have been a good time. Uh, it was fan-fucking-tastic. I'll say that much, man. You know, I enjoyed it. And uh, thank you to the True Heel Nation and the Spotlight Nation for wanting me back. Uh, let's get the show on the road, guys. All right, so we're going to be talking about the Roar Rumble weekend. So we want to hear your comments. We're going to hear your questions. We're going to be interacting with you guys. Uh, we got a bunch of top news to go through. A bunch of people asking for their releases from the WWE. So, But first, we're going to talk about our True Hill Roll Call. For anyone who's watching us for the first time, our True Hill Roll Call is how we start off the show. We shout out all our people on the True Hills group page. All our people that subscribe to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, those that are watching us live, commenting during True Hill Heat 25, we thank you for watching. We're going to shout a couple of you guys out, and as well as everyone that, shout, that is following and supporting the Spotlight Nation. So first of all, we're going to talk about our top three conversation starters on True Hill's group page. Number three, we got Robert Ogden. Making his return to the top three, we got Jamie Tanak. Jamie Tanak is one of the number one Becky Lynch fans. Well, I mean, uh, some of us feel like he's a bandwagoner. I feel like his dedication has evolved from bandwagoner to a very legitimate Becky Lynch fan. So he's back in the top two, top three. And of course, number one, once again, is the Peruvian Pip. Bruno! Bruno! Bruno AB! Bruno! The the salty producer's back at it again! Always always upset that Bruno is number one. Yo, listen, my man. Listen, uh, (laughs) he threw threw napkins at me because of you, Bruno. Listen, napkins at me. Not not even tissue. Listen, all I'm gonna say is that the Peruvian pimp was at Jabba Slam 3, and a certain salty producer was afraid to show up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You want to boo somebody, you know, just show up and do something about it. You I know? did see Bruno AB at the Royal Rumble. He definitely fight. was. I was yes. sitting right next to him. We had a great time. Yes. We had a blast. A couple of shout-outs to a couple of our True Hills. Of course, those that went to the uh, viewing parties for Legends. We want to shout-out a couple of the people that's contributing to the True Hills group page. One of the people that was at Legends... Chris G, my man, my main man, Chris G. We got Walter Anthony Scott. He's been supporting True Hill Heat, you know, uh, sharing. Touch our- my bottle, gentlemen. Okay. We got to touch the bottle because we have our resident alcoholic, top guy JJ here. Uh, Mighty Becky Lynch. Oh, gee. Uh, okay, Hill, so yeah. he's credible. Yes, he's credible. So, he's before the band. So, like, these, he aren't, so these, aren't, these aren't established 2018 No, Becky no, no. Not okay. post-SummerSlam Becky Lynch okay. fans. Okay, he's in, he's all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Longer than five-month tenure. Got and it. My, my spirit animal, Larry Morgan. Shouts out to him. He's now officially naming all of his stakes. Thanks to our WWE champion, our planet's champion, the new Daniel Bryan. Oh my so God! He's my hero too, man. I'm, but I'm still fickle. Listen, he's gonna have to just give me a kick or something, or send Rowan after me because until he sends me his re- recyclable, beautiful objects, and and you know what? He's still a hypocrite too because he is the only owner of the three pounds of hemp. 
He's the, the only owner of it. If you are the finest champion, bad. if you are the only champion, you need to be distributing that hemp across the planet. I need to be having one of those titles so I can get rid of my pounds of metal and start to get rid of my plastic and start to get rid of all this stuff. Give me some hemp, damn we're it. We're going to get rid of this pipe and we're going to Give get me some, some hemp. hemp. We're going to get WWE hemp, hemp, Shit. Uh, hemp pipes. To, to support the Atlantis champion. Uh, so a couple of our YouTube subscribers, we got Corey Saunders, we got Jason Campbell, who was commenting live during True Hill Heat 24, so we want to thank Jason Campbell. And a very special shout-out to Carissa Lazette, who was our very first winner of the 2019 True Hills Royal Rumble Lottery. We drew numbers 1 through 30 for the Women's Royal Rumble. Carissa was thankful enough, glorious enough to get number 28, which was supposed to be Lana, but Becky wow. Lynch wow. took that spot. What a, what a turn of events. The Women's Royal Rumble. What a turn of events. Out of nowhere. I what? was this close. I was number 13. You were dead. You, you was number 13. You really was. You was number 13, and we were literally right next to each other. And you, you had Charlotte, and I was cursing you out for like the whole night just because I, I picked Charlotte to win. And then clearly, clearly, you know, every, you know, WWE is riding the coattails of, of Becky now. So Lana gets injured in the pre-show, which looked like it was literally the worst number. Yeah. The worst number, you drew 28. And then all of a sudden, she can't walk. So you went from the worst to the favorite, like in a matter of seconds. Well, Carissa says she's going to get a drink during WrestleMania week when she's here in New York. So I'm going to hold you to that. And another very special shout out to everyone at the Jobber Tears podcast. We both were at Jobber Slam 3 as well as the Royal Rumble viewing party. Everyone out in New York that's a wrestling fan needs to come out to Legends. These viewing parties are a great experience. Being around wrestling fans, getting wrestling fans jealous because we started like different leagues and different secret societies in the wrestling world. So it's a whole different type of like experience. Getting into arguments and debates with wrestling fans is always fun when you add a couple of drinks and some good food. So show up to Legends for Elimination Chamber is the next one. So are you going to be there? Oh, absolutely. I'm definitely going to try to be in a house for that one. Are you going to be there? What? 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 Oh, oh, what, what, what? on the spot. Are you going to be at Legends? Impotent! For Change the, it. the Elimination Chamber Le Legends viewing party. Wait, wait. Are you drunk? No, no, I'm not. I'm just hungry. But um, <laughs> I would say that, uh, yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it down to All Legends. Right. All right. I'll We're going to hold you to that as All well. Right. We want to hear from the Spotlight Nation and the True Hills, so let's hear from them producers. True Hill Maurice, sup guys, and that's right, JJ, call out that fickle Brian for not sharing that. Hell yeah, yo, nope. yo, I marked the fuck out when he took that shit out of, I was, I was like, like, yo, this is the best thing WWE has done in like 10 years, yo, I marked the fuck out, and then the first thing I do is go on to shop.com, where my title at? Yo. <laughs> We want a title at. We wanna, if there is they if they don't make that hemp title as 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 a I, that's gonna be the first title I ever purchased. That oh my god, yo! I, I said, ever yo, I, just, I just beat people up and collect their titles. Yo, but I'm gonna actually purchase this one. That was the first thing. That's the first time that literally that was something that was sent in a group chat, and the whole group chat liked it. <laughs> Everybody was like, yeah, hell yeah, this is the fucking that shit was amazing. I was like, oh, this. 
And our planet's um, champion is also a pot heel. So we got to give it up to that. And then you, I love the comment that AJ made. Did you smoke the yes. prototype? <laughs> I loved it. That was amazing. Did you see his shirt, by the way, though? So many good lines in that segment, by the way. Samoa Joe with I mean, the one of the Samoa best Joe spitting bars. He's been spitting bars. Since nah, but that, but that was heat. Like, yo, that my man came down and knocked him down like motherfucking the, dominoes. But the best line, when Jeff Hardy wanted to speak, he was like, act like this. Is AA and, Yo, and keep your I feel like your that ass was, down and keep your, keep quiet while I share with the group. While I share ah, with I feel the like group. That was a low blow, a bit. Woo. But hey, it is what it is. I like the one when he <laughs> said with well, Randy Orton too, and I defend you. It ain't gonna come out of nowhere. I like that one too. And Randy, Orton, you see Randy Orton's reaction? He's like, Oh no, Randy. Randy reacted OD when he did the line on Jeff. He oh yeah, oh yeah, he had to. Him. Even Jeff laughed. Yeah, <laughs> even Jeff was like, God damn, he let's, fucking roasted let's hear me. Another one he from roasted the me. Uh, Nick Jackson claims he was there before the bandwagon too. Absolutely, Negro. But uh, Nick Jackson, I believe you. You're a genuine wrestling fan. You're always going to these events. I trust that you you may have been before the before the bandwagon, but we need proof. We need proof. You need to post it. Anyone else? Joe was on fire. Seems to be consensus. Yes, yes. Joe Joe's promo was amazing. So let's get into our top news. You guys. Wow. First, so we're going to talk about it. Wow. It is the WWE, more WWE releases. Yo, has it only been a week? Yes, it's been a week since Julio <laughs> e Has it only been a week? Where we talked about re the revival, where we talked about Mike and Maria Canellis, we talked about Dolph Ziggler taking a break. I'm going to talk about Dolph Ziggler some more when we talk about Yo, if you ain't a wrestling fan, right? Yo, you're missing some of the best interaction with wrestling right now if you're not a wrestling fan. This shit is awesome right now. So the newest one is Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose has apparently told the WWE, he's his given his notice. He is going to leave the WWE when his contract expires in April. Uh, he told the WWE out front. This news came out through uh, Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Torch by uh, Wade Keller. And that website, they came out with the news first, which was also reported by Wrestling Observer. And then, of all things, a shocker, WWE makes a public announcement. Yeah, Very rare. WWE makes a public announcement and lets people know that uh, Dean Ambrose gave his notice to the company and has given his notice that he's going to leave. And as well as that, in the same week, the very next day, Hito Atami which has been a very up and down roller coaster story here in WWE. Hito Atami has given his release to the WWE and has been granted it. He has been granted his release from the WWE and what a tragic story of Hito Atami. But first, let's talk about Dean Ambrose. What was your guys first thought when you heard this news? <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh well. Okay. The only thing I did think about was the shield's dead. That's the only thing I thought about the Shield is dead. That's literally the only contestant that came about that. And the fact that he gave his notice saying that he's not coming back in April, I don't give a fuck. I literally was on record saying Dean is trash. And Dean is trash. I don't give a fuck if, oh, he's not coming back. I, I hope AEW doesn't even sign him. Like, yo, I don't know. Dean is trash. Have like, you ever seen John Moxley? I've seen a little bit of John Moxley, but now he's older. He's in a different state of mind. I'm not sure if that guy can come back. He's not going to be the same hungry individual trying to strive to be great as he is now. Dude's got money. He's got a hot wife. He's got a good life. Where's that hunger coming from now? John Moxley is dead. 
Now all we literally have is Dean Ambrose or whatever the fuck his real name is. Jonathan Good, because Jonathan. that's what the WWE put out in that release, which for those yes, that they have, did. The, the real the real story is, is this a work or is this for real? What that, are your thoughts that on was, that? That was kind of my, my train of thought there, because if the, the WWE website posted that he's leaving in April, I felt like I was getting worked a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is complete kayfabe to me it's like really you're gonna tell us two months in advance before mania that some guy wants to leave your company it just doesn't it doesn't work for me in that aspect and i feel but, like this is gonna be part of the right. storyline later on or for right now you know what and that's that's that's, that's really what it is that's a politically correct answer though like everybody's got their kayfabe guards up oh we're being worked we're being worked no leave the, Fuck. the, the red flag <laughs> to me that his real name was in the room. Bro, it, like, to me, I feel like if it would have said Dean Ambrose right. is leaving the WWE, his contract expires in right. April, he's going to leave, then I feel like you're right. It's, but, it is a work. But take this into effect. All of the docu the docu series that they've been having on WWE doc, uh, Network and .com lately or whatever, it's it's they're specifying some of these wrestlers' real names anyways, and they're still with the company. So for me, it's one of those, they're taking all this reality era shit into, into account what what it is that the fans want and don't want, what they like and dislike, and they're pushing that fucking crap back down our throats. So at this point, if he leaves, hey, whatever. But if he doesn't, I won't be surprised. All right. Do you think Dean Ambrose can get back to John Moxley? We know your thoughts on it. What do you, what do you think? It's a di it's a completely different wrestler. He's a that's a completely different character. Um, Bingo. I haven't seen even a freaking slither of who he used to be. In well, the, you did see it when he was in the Shield. When he was in the Shield, that was that was a little bit of that John Moxley in him, and the, uh, and the little and the little like the but, rambling promos and the crazy promos and stuff like that. Where when he turned big, in my mind, the death nail for Dean Ambrose was, was the he, Shield split. Was, uh, the yeah. Shield split. He should have been the guy to go heel. I'm not saying that I want to go back in time and change that, but. For his career, for his career to reach the potential it should have in WWE, he should have been the guy that turned heel. It, by making him a babyface, they made him a hokey babyface, which he hates hokey material. That was also that was in that release by PW Torch. And he's always seemed unmotivated because they created this whole hokey babyface character around him. He's been babyface for four years. He just turned heel this like six months ago. Ain't much else I can say about that, man. I mean, let's see what happens. But at the end of the day, that that return of John Moxley, I don't see it, bro. I don't that, was see a, it. that was a great Devil's Advocate comeback. I will give you credit. That was a really good Devil's I, I, Advocate kinda, comeback I've right there. I've kind of been like 50-50 with the whole Dean Ambrose throughout his WWE career. I'm 100 I, I was very He's much. Trash. I was very much on his side in the Shield, even after the Shield. I felt like he was a hot babyface. He had a very much of the vibes of an anti-hero. He was getting very loud pops. He was the guy the fans were behind, and I was behind him as well. But over time, it just felt like because they kept giving him this stop start push because they kept giving him this hokey material within weeks of him turning baby fakes he came out with a hot dog truck and was spraying j and j security with ketchup and mustard like they gave they made him a hokey character like within months agree of agree and i agree to that but one let me tell you what what literally has completely turned me off on dean ambrose his in ring he is absolute garbage in the ring i like that, that I, that's I'm, that's your opinion and i i haven't seen a good Dean Ambrose match since his intermediate decent matches with Dolph Ziggler. Dean Ambrose's matches has been utterly garbage. Complete trash. 
If you can give me some good Dean Ambrose matches, please correct me where I stand. Post it in the but comments. But just section. let me know because I haven't seen any that I can remember, recall, or imagine to see. And I wouldn't even look back on anything that he's done. So what do you guys think, uh, the Spotlight True Hills Nation, what do you guys think about Dean Ambrose? Where do you think he's going to go? What do you think about this news? How about Top Guy JJ? I know you, your, your feelings, you don't want him to go anywhere else, but if you had to choose one place of where you see Dean Ambrose going, where do you see him Easily going? All Elite. I mean, easily. I mean, it's easily because it's another Ameri a big American name. He's going to be a huge deal if he goes there. That's some serious star power. I'm not going to deny his star power. He is a star. So if he goes to All Elite, more eyeballs are definitely going to be going over there. And then on top of that, he can be a potential tag partner. He could be a, a, a building block to a whole nother division. There's a lot of things that they can do with him. But do I like him? No. But there are a lot of ways to use him. So I think... AEW is his clear, obvious choice. He's not going to step all the way down to ROH. He's not going across the world to New Japan. He got a hot wife at home. He ain't doing that. I feel you. you uh, I don't agree with the All Elite thing, as a matter of fact. Uh, I feel like John, Jonathan Good, John Moxley, whatever you want to call him, he needs that freedom of creative. That AEW ship, the Young Bucks and everybody, I know they kind of play off of one another and whatnot, but... From a storyline standpoint, some of this stuff is really hokey. As not as hokey, but you know. But they're giving more of that creative freedom, right. especially to their top stars, and that's what Ambrose would be coming into. I would like to see him get a good run in TNA currently. Impact, impact, okay, that's because because that's one that I haven't heard of. Because Impact is is on the rise again from a product standpoint. I feel like he would be a good good addition to their roster, obviously, because like JJ said, he's a star. You know, it, it keeps him local. He doesn't have to go overseas and stuff like that. And he can probably and he's have, right there in Florida. Right. Yeah. And he can have good matches with, with he, the majority of the roster if if they let him. To your, you to your point. And, they would. and yeah. it seems like Impact over the, like, the last like year, they, they are giving their talent that opportunity yeah. to have great matches with each other. What do you... I mean, me personally, I feel like AEW would be the number one choice. I do like Impact as a choice. But That's to his one point. I haven't, I haven't heard a lot. To his so. point, he could be the, like the Christian Cage signing. Yeah. To impact, and he could we, be. We were talking about that. With he Chris could Jericho be, yeah. He could be. For glory. He could so, be. Yeah, that's why I was, I was like, I really like that there, actually as a choice because that could be like their watershed moment. I told you, ever, ever since Jay News has joined the Drew Hills, he's actually grown some brains in the wrestling world. So I, I'm proud of you, man. You're getting there, man. You're <laughs> proud of you. Spotlight in Drew Hills. Two comments. The Peruvian pimp says that Dean had good matches with AJ. He did in 2016. That was like two years ago. <laughs> Wait, <out>. what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they, they, they did have good matches. Yeah, they did. That TLC match was very I mean, good. Yeah, they, AJ did. I mean, it, there was a run for about a year and a half where AJ just had good matches with everybody. That's also so, true. So, 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 I, I, okay. Anyone okay. else? And Nick Jackson agrees with SP3. He should have been healed from the jump. Even when he turned heel after the Roman left. They overcomplicated the story. I think, exactly. Yeah, I think they that... needed too much about, oh, I want to turn on Roman. When, in my mind, from the start, I've said this. It should have been about Dean not trusting Seth. That whole rivalry yeah. should have been about Dean not trusting Seth, not about him feeling that the shield is holding him down, not to feel that he's got to be against Roman right, now. Right. It's all about Dean not trusting Seth. That follows along with the whole storyline they've been building for the last four years, and they completely shit the bed. Yeah, this is one one thing, this is one point that you have consistently come up that I can never argue with. 
I mean, this is, I would never even try to debate it because it's right from the jump. I mean, there's no way, there's no way Dean should have been the one left babyface forever. That, that shouldn't have happened. We, we all picked it, even from back in 2012, when we saw the Shield have their pretty decent match at WrestleMania 29. Like, who's the first one that should go? Everybody picked Dean yeah. Ambrose. Yeah. Everyone picked Dean Ambrose. And the, 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 the curveball was Seth Rollins, yeah. which happened to be a good one. It was a great curveball, one of the best heel turns ever. Seth Rollins had a great year as, as a heel. Yeah, he, he was, did. He was, no, a great two years as yeah. a heel. 2014, Absolutely. 2015, he was tremendous as a heel. But Seth Rollins from the start could have been this great baby face right. that he is yeah, right yeah, now. Totally, totally. So it's like... You, this, is, this is undebatable. Honestly, I, this, I, I would sound like a complete dick if I sit here and try to debate that. Because Dean Ambrose sucks as a face, and right now he just sucks overall. So I hope I hope for Dean Ambrose. So what about Hito Atami? I feel like a lot of people mm. kind of downplay the Hito Atami story because when you talk about when when these WWE fans talk about you know Kenny Omega coming over to WWE, they always talk about oh he could become the next AJ Styles. Look what they did with AJ Styles. Right. For what you guys don't understand when you say that is that for every AJ Styles, there's a Hito Atami. Mm-hmm. Hito Atami came in as one of the best wrestlers in the world, world. over Absolutely. the last decade when he Absolutely. came into the WWE. And I, but whether it was injury, whether it was just getting lost in the shuffle, whether it was a new star coming in and taking the the, the rub away from him, he just had you know misstep after misstep, obstacle after obstacle in front of him, and he is probably one of the most tragic stories of someone who was one of the best wrestlers in the world right. to come to WWE right. because he came in in NXT when it was Baller, uh, him Baller, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Neville were like the five big stars where they were like these are the guys we're gonna build NXT around. He had his injury right after being in the Royal Rumble. I mean, in the uh, WrestleMania, in the Andre the Giant Memorial in uh, WrestleMania 31, right. he gets injured. He gets down for I think nine months. He right. comes back. He gets injured again. Uh, he had a little little run with uh, Austin Aries, and I think like right after that, Austin Aries left. So then he had to like find something else. He turns heel, right. has a good match with Alistair Black at uh, Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. We witnessed that Absolutely. one. Uh, then he comes over to 205 Live, and it just seems like I tried to predict him to co- win the, the the Cruiserweight Championship right. yeah. at the Royal Rumble because it felt like they were giving him something, but he just it just seemed like it was misstep over. after misstep. And I don't know where he goes, but what do you, what was your thoughts when you heard about Hito Otaku? Uh, I mean. It's 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 difficult, right? Because like you said, the, the injuries piled up. Uh, creative wasn't there for him. He's one of the top wrestlers in the world the last decade or so. Um, I've always had this belief. It might just sound biased and whatnot. There are certain stars from certain parts of the world, and I'm not trying to put them in a box, but it's like, yo, they just don't belong in the WWE product. They just don't. There's nothing for them in it. I mean, it happened. It's been happening for freaking thirty years. Yeah. You know, at mm-hmm. this point. You know, we can I can t- we can say the same thing about Shinsuke. You know what I'm saying? And Hideo Itami is just another freaking example of a big star in Japan who came over to America who couldn't do anything with what he was given. Now he was he's been having tremendous matches within the last month on 205 Live, but for to you know to what avail at this point? You know what yeah. I'm saying? He wants to leave. He was granted his release. He there's no more Noah. So at the end of the day, he's got to go I to mean, New Japan. No, Noah's back. So Noah's, Noah's I mean, back, so he can, he can, he, he can look, go and try to build up Noah again. Here, here's the deal. The two biggest Japanese wrestling companies at this point are New Japan Pro Wrestling and Dragon Gate. Or, or All Japan. Or All yeah. Japan. I mean, I'd say like, it's, it's those, those, those three. three. Yeah. Or those three. So he can do, 
I mean, Neville versus Kenta wouldn't be a good match to watch. That would be great. I love so that. I think if he were to go over to, to Dragon Gate or All Japan, where he spent the, la- the latter part of his career, yeah. um, he can do good things over there. But he needs to get motivated, dude. He does not look motivated at all. Look at it. If you look at it, uh, and, and this might sound a little iffy, but at the end of the day, I think you can always think about it from a mental standpoint. Look at his body. In comparison to what it looked like when he came into the company, you're absolutely. He right. has no motivation behind what he's doing now, so it's like, what, what, what am I looking at? You know. It's true. <clears throat> what, what were your thoughts? So, a lot of good points here by J News. Um, but I, when I think of Hito Itami, I literally think of two other names that has been just as unfortunate as he has been in the WWE. Two names I think of instantly is Sin Cara and Chris Sabin. Like those two. And those three, I say in general, has been so hindered with injuries. Mm-hmm. Anytime relevance seem to hit them, they get hit with a severe injury. Yeah. And this happened with, with Chris Saban multiple times with multiple torn ACLs. This happened with Sin Cara with multiple torn ACLs. It seemed they would had this spotlight on them and they were actually on the road to getting something good. Mm-hmm. And then injury hits them hard. Hard, one year long injury. Hito Watami's injury was eighteen months. Mm. Guys, in the world of professional wrestling, eighteen months is like five years. Like it, it, it's so hard to recover from these injuries, and all all of a sudden, just hot shot over people that has been busting their ass for the past two years, gaining relevance, gaining names, and then just going to plug them right back into the story. It's almost like in a wrestling fan's mind, we don't trust their durability. It's almost like it takes a while for us to really trust them. So even the second time with Hito Itami came back, and he came back in Brooklyn, he got a loud pop, but then it just died. It just died. And, and it, it was more of, we don't trust him. And then you can see it in his wrestling style. His wrestling style even dummied down a lot because of how injured he was always getting. And how, so, like, dude, if y'all see that scar on his shoulder, oh. that shit is nothing it's to ugly. play with. Like, I deal with a shoulder problem as well. And just knowing that at any moment, your shit can just fuck up. It can just get ruined, you can't land a certain way, you can't pick up somebody a certain way. There's so many aspects to their injuries. Same thing with Saban, same thing with Sin Cara. Like, it just basically hit Sin Cara so bad, he just stopped wrestling. Well, he came, went to Mexico. Yeah. Having a revival now yeah. as uh, but how, But it's taken, like so how long yeah. has it taken? Yeah, for sure. And then the same thing with Chris Saban. Like, Chris Saban, do like, remember, Chris Saban was in the title picture before his injury struck. And then his his came back to back, and now he had to get rele- he had to get relegated back to Motor City Machine Guns. He was but the, lit- those guys are, those guys are cursed, man. And I, that, that's I, what I, I mean. I mean. Like I it's mean so it sad. Way, it, it is sad because Alex Shelley should have had a career like like no other wrestler, and he just couldn't get off the the injury right. reserve. And dude. that's what I feel it's about like, them. It's 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 just fucking sad. I agree with you, man. It's just. There's just no way. What do you guys think? The spotlight, True Heels, Tommy, or Dean Ambrose leaving the WWE? Oh, lots of consensus about Kenta. Anthony Cowriger says Tommy was doomed from the start. Injuries set him back, and there was always someone to keep him at the back of the line, like Balor, Black, etc. Yep. Uh, Nick Jackson wasn't surprised by Hideo asking for the release. He just doesn't fit in WWE. Great wrestler, though. And True Heel Maurice, Hideo Tommy had no chance in WWE. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, to I, me, I just think like, it's injuries. Like these guys said, I, I feel like it's yeah, it's a lot about to do with the injuries, but it's another thing. Like like Jay New said, it's the Mexican and Japanese stars don't do that well. In they don't WWE. translate. They man. don't translate that well. They do great. They are major stars in where they're from, but then they come to WWE mm. and they can't get that same type. Bunch of, star of solid run. points. Yeah. One more. Chris Gutierrez says same thing happened to Bad News Barrett. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. To an extent. To an extent with the injuries, he was always he was always just kept back in general. Yeah. Every to time, an extent. Every time he got over, whether it was as a heel or baby face, he, he, he just always got kept back. To it an wasn't, extent. It wasn't really the injuries for me with, with that in that case. Yeah, right, right. So our next topic is something that just, just happened last night in Atlanta, Georgia. It was an independent wow. wrestling pay-per-view on Fight TV, the main event was the Lucha Brothers wow. versus SCU. Lucha SCU. Brothers SCU. is SCU. the current Impact and current Major League Wrestling Tag Team Champions. They were successful against SCU, SCU in that in that main event match. And then after the match, the vice presidents, the executive vice presidents of All Elite Wrestling, <laughs> the Young Bucks. Came out and made another special surprise appearance at an indie event. But this time, it wasn't to save Joey Ryan. No, it was to come out and confront Pentagon and Phoenix. They thanked them for what they have done for tag team wrestling. Put it on the map. Main eventing show after show across the country. And they said they want them to be a part of all elite wrestling. Some local talent came out and tried to disrupt this. SCU, the Lucha Brothers, and the Young Bucks were successful in taking dispatching them. And then after the sh- and after that, it was Pentagon and Phoenix that shook the hands of the Young Bucks, making it official that they will be working with All Elite Wrestling. We don't have any details on if it's an exclusive deal, if it's gonna be like a per date t- a sort of deal, but we do know that Pentagon and Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers, have it have signed with All Elite Wrestling, according to Chris Jericho. It is an exclusive contract, but I just can't. I'm just interested. Chris Jericho's already gone out on Twitter and started an angle with the Lucha Brothers. Chris Jericho immediately, immediately, he said they're not like my my Mexican idols, Dos Caras. (laughs) And Phoenix and Pentagon said they're bringing the old school back. Jericho's amazing. What do you guys think of the Lucha Brothers signing with All Elite Wrestling? And do you think this is the biggest signing All Elite Wrestling has made so far? Biggest signing, so I mean, from a tag team standpoint, if they're gonna stay a tag team, then yeah, because it was just the Bucks. So um, I'm just fans of those guys as individuals. It's me being a, a fan of Lucha Underground and being able to watch these guys from a week in and week out basis has been tremendous for me for the last three years or so. And just being able to watch their in ring, let alone the characterization of each one as heels, faces, whatever have you. It's like these guys are tremendous talents for the wrestling business. So for the for AEW to want to have them in the company, that's a fucking plus, man. It's a fucking plus. What do you think? Absolutely, I will say that's their second best signing because I'm not budging off of the Chris Jericho. To me, Chris Jericho is their hugest signing. Just because you didn't know what Chris Jericho was really going to do, was he truly going to sign? The fact that they actually got that man to sign, biggest signing by far. He is their superstar of the, of the brand. But as far as wrestlers, yes, yeah, that's their best signing as far as wrestlers. Because that everybody else was expected. Everybody else was very, very much expected except the Pac one. Yeah. But as far as a group, and you can actually at some point, they can be individuals. Mm-hmm. Pentagon and Phoenix are fucking fantastic. 
They are especially, oh my God, like, get, a, get a chance to watch Pentagon if you haven't seen him in the ring. Like, Phoenix, you can you can see a lot of replicas of him, you know, across the wrestling world as far as how the Lucha Libres go, but Pentagon is something special. Yeah. Pentagon is something special. And the fact that they were able to land him, and if he's exclusive, that is huge. That is a huge sign for AEW. To follow up what these guys are saying, I feel like I won't say it's the biggest. I agree with top guy JJ. Chris Jericho is the biggest signing because he's got that star power that makes them legitimate. But as far as the most versatile signing that mm -hmm. they've made, this is number one. Because right. you get a tag team that can potentially main event your shows, that can have a what, anywhere between three to six months of the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. I'll be good. I'll be good. You can give me that on three different pay-per-views, have a best of seven series. I will love every match of that because those two styles would just make successful matches. You got SCU, you got the guys from OWE. So the tag team division is starting to take shape in All Elite Wrestling. But not only that, like Top Guy JJ was saying, you have two stars on their own. You have Ray Phoenix, which is pound for pound, mm -hmm. one of the best wrestlers and high flyers in professional wrestling. And then you have Pentagon, who is one of the best characters and the star power and the uniqueness of Pentagon. It just gives you so much versatility of a signing. And that's that's why I like this signing a lot for all of these. How how about the revival coming in the fall? See, Avengers see now you see now the things is building. So yes. it's yeah, there you go. So let it build, and then you have so much you have so much pressure on the E. And the revival is gonna put the pressure on them because then let them get at least two more tag teams. And There's another, a problem. To bring up another tag team, uh, just recently Best came out the news was Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. They well, the, good the good yes, brothers, yes, exactly. Have gone out and tried trademark. to uh, trademark their names. Basically, uh, Carl Anderson tried to trademark Carl Anderson. The WWE also put in the trademark for that, but he's also successfully put in the trademark for Machine Gun. They uh, Luke Gallows put in a successful trademark for Doc Gallows. And they both put in a trademark for Botch, Botch Club with Gallows and Anderson, as well as Talk and Shop, which is yeah, their former podcast, uh, podcast yeah. that they used to do. So this is a, a new development. Their deal is about to expire here in 2019 because Shinsuke, AJ, and the Good Brother signed a three-year deal. Recently just came out that AJ has re-signed finally. But Shinsuke Nakamura and the Good Brothers, we haven't had any confirmation that they have re-signed yet. So... Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about All Elite Wrestling, uh, the Lucha Brothers signing, and the shaping of their whole tag division and roster? I am... Hope True Hills stop spotlight? Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick Jackson says, Pentagon and Phoenix are incredible at singles and tag wrestlers. Their best signing ability-wise. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I agree Second. with that. Yeah. Anything else? Um... Nick Jackson, Bruno AB, and Maurice Williams say, I see you! I see you! I see you! Yes! That tag team division is shaping up. I'm liking what All Elite Wrestling is doing bit by bit, and I really like these surprise independent appearances. Earlier in that night, at last night's show, uh, Cody and Hangman Page saved uh, Joey Ryan, and Joey Ryan put it out on Instagram. He said, I'm not saying that if you book me for a show, that All Elite Wrestling will show up. I'm just saying that it happened again last night. <laughs> so, Joey Ryan, if you see Joey Ryan on an independent wrestling show in your area, you might just want to go out there. You just might. Just might. So, our last bit of top news is another person who seems to be leaving the company they've been a part of for so long. Kushida. One of the pound Kushida. for pound. 
Kushida, one of the best pound-for-pound wrestlers out of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Junior Ace, the former six-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, had his farewell match this week on the 29th against the IWGP Heavyweight Tanahashi. Champion Hiroshi Tadahashi in a very technical mat-based uh, matchup mm-hmm. that Tadahashi won. Uh, Kushida had his formal farewell to the New Japan crowd, and now Kushida looks to be off to WWE and the NXT brand. What do you guys think about Kushida's entire run in New Japan and his chances in the WWE? Um, so if I may, if 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 I may, if I may just go back a little bit, just just I am begging, begging that Gallows and Anderson get the fuck out of those contracts. I am. Begging for that. Like, those are the t- two of the most underappreciated dudes in the entire E. Like, I just want them out. That would be AW would do them justice. That's all I think about with the Good Brothers. Now, with Kushida, I kind of feel like his run, it was good. But I think it could have been a little bit better. I think it could have been a little bit better. Like, I think it could have been a little bit more. He is a very, very talented individual, very charismatic, very character heavy. I mean, you saw glimpses of it. If anybody saw Wrestle Kingdom, just to see how you can just play around with his character and just there's things that could have happened with him. I think they could have been a little bit more creative and done more with Kushida and give him a bigger, a little bit of a bigger push. But, you know, some that thing, things happen. Kenny Omega's happened. Naito's happened. Jericho's happened. Uh, tag teams happen. All of these things happen, and sometimes you kind of fall through the cracks. You know, Juice Robinson catches a hot year. Switchblade gets hot. True. So everybody just Zach sometimes... Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, so, so Zack Sabre, oh my God, the second half of 2018 was Zack Sabre's year. But to do well in, in, in NXT, I, I think he's going to come out, get a big pop. He's going to get the holy shits at full sale. And, and give it about a month. He's going to be regular. He's going to be a regular guy getting thrown in fatal four-way matches, getting thrown in these regular matches, and six months later, probably SummerSlam week, he'll probably end up on 205 Live. It's a scary proposition, but it doesn't seem unlikely. What about you? What was your thoughts? uh, I mean, the the, the word has been that he's going to go to NXT. Um, Honestly, I don't see a, a place for him on NXT, to be quite honest. Well, they, uh, they do have to fill a hole with Hideo Itami. I get it, but Hideo Itami was over on freaking 205 Live. So if... if oh, if, well, well, yeah, if, with NXT, yeah. yeah like, I, I was thinking of 205 yeah, Live more. <laughs> I think that the, the, his path is geared towards 205 Live. Yeah. But to speak on his run, um, I think he had a solid run in New Japan. I mean, I didn't know he was as old as he is. He's 36 years old. So that... Probably gives him like the top, like the clock is ticking. Yeah, that's why he's point. making this move right now. Um, and that's that's part one. But part two of it is he had a great run in New Japan. Um, I you know IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion six times. I think that was overdone, quite a bit. Him being champion that many times, I don't think should have happened. What do you think about the news that he proposed him turning heel and joining the Bullet Club? I would have been turned it down. I would have enjoyed seeing him play the other side. Because he was a face his whole entire time there. Yeah. You know. And the whole Back to the Future motif and all that stuff. It was cool to watch. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, let him do something different. Like, yeah. Nakamura did different shit when he was there. Exactly. You know Nakamura evolved throughout yeah. his Yeah. I mean, right. even Tana now. Yeah. If you look at Tanahashi, what he's doing, it's like, you know, it's... Tata evolved. evolved Okada evolved. evolved. Like, yeah. everybody's evolved. They didn't let the kid evolve. They don't really let the junior heavyweights do much. That's true. In New Japan. That is so true. So, I think... 
you know, for him to do something else or something different creatively, coming to the States is a plus, but is he going to be used correctly? The only thing that's a plus is his paycheck. I, right? That's I it. Mean, that's, and traveling that's the world. It. That's, that's, that's it. His, that's his main reason Yo, for dude, going. He wants to travel the we world. We all He can travel the world the without f- the E, though. We all Not like see the aftermath. You're out there 300 nights, uh, nights a year. But do you want to be out there 300 he nights a year? To, he wants to experience it. This is why Shinsuke Nakamura made this move. He want They want this experience. That's why I think it's good news that we haven't heard that Shinsuke Nakamura has re-signed because I feel like he was able to experience traveling the world, getting that American experience, being a star here. And now he. I feel like he's getting to that point where he sees the writings on the wall and he sees that he can go back to New Japan right now and become and be like... The the returning legend, the right. returning star, back to New Japan. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is this is gonna be something that we talk about more on future True True Hill Heat. But that I feel like Kushida needs them. So did. I feel like it's gonna be good coming in for Kushida. I feel like his run throughout NXT is gonna be good. But once it hits that point where there is nothing else for him to do in NXT, that's the scary part. Two hundred five live, and then your is, life is, is over. Is he gonna be billed as a junior heavyweight, as a cruiserweight coming in, coming in the door? Like that's no, I don't that's... think he's gonna be built as a cruiser because they don't do that. Because uh-huh. or you look at someone like Ricochet, right. who's critical wrestling submission work wise. I feel like Kashida's one of the best in the world, and I don't Facts. outside of like a Matt Riddle or a Pete Dunne, I don't really know anybody else in NXT that focuses on that type of style of right. wrestling. So let's hear from the spotlight in the True Heels about Kushida. Uh, backtracking a bit, Bruno AB agrees with JJ. He can see a great rivalry between the club and the Lucha Bros. I agree with you there. I definitely get I definitely, them out. Get the, the good brothers out, yo. Keep pushing for them trademarks. Keep keep pissing Vince off, y'all. Keep it up. Uh, True Heel Fausto up in the cut. Hey. Says Kushida will be bigger than Kenta, but not Faust. but not quite Shinsuke. I can see that. I can see him falling right in the middle. I don't think he's going to be a guy that gets injured a lot. So I can see him falling in the middle where he uh, can't reach that Nakamura type of Real, Real power. quick, True Heel Fausto. My Fausto? Your Fausto. Steez. Uh, Steez. Real Steez. Real, real quick, brother. Uh, happy belated birthday. Um, Shouts to you. Uh, thanks for the commentary. Woo! And I disagree with your Kushida shit. But anyways, <laughs> happy birthday, bro. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Why do you disagree? <laughs> nah, man. I just feel like he's going to get lost in the sauce, man. That's just, that's just me. Hakushi. Fucking Kenta. Fucking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Damn, he went back on that one. Oh, I mean, so my age, right? Wow. I'm talking about Hakushi. Woo! <laughs> all right. So if that's all from True Hills and Spotlight, that's me. all for top news. So we're going to get into what we've missed. And we had a big Royal Rumble weekend. We kicked off Royal Rumble weekend on Saturday with NXT TakeOver Phoenix and a bunch Wait, of big news coming out Did we out of really it. just go through a whole top news without a Kenny mention? Without no Kenny mention. Without a with, Kenny mention? With, with his contract expiring with, yesterday. It expired yesterday and we didn't mention nothing about Kenny? Oh my God. We're failing, guys. Because we're going to talk about Kenny Moore on True Hill Heat 26. Because on True Hill Heat 26... I thought he we, was like the LeBron James of wrestling will, right now. We will know where Kenny Omega resides after True Hill Heat 26. Word. Because if you saw the countdown clock on BTE, nine days from the day that BTE came out is February 7th. With February 7th is going to be the All Elite Wrestling ticket announcement party. So one way or another on that date, we will find out where Kenny Omega goes. Those WWE fans who are 
got their fingers crossed. He's gonna show up at the chamber. He's gonna show, he's up. Gonna show up at the chamber. <laughs> he's gonna show he's up. He's gonna be at the chamber. He's gonna confront. He's gonna be at the chamber. Daniel he's gonna be because nobody's challenged Daniel yet, yeah, so exactly. it's going to be Kenny. Exactly. And here for your producer, your salty ass. You want to sit there and keep, keep, keep crying and shit. Because right behind you, you know, you're, you're salty, you know. We got the tears right there, you know, cover them real quick, you know. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just, you guys, you guys should just calm down. Take, take some more of the hemp pipe and calm down about the Kenny Rowe. All I see is I keep, I keep seeing our producer keep turning his back even though a window is behind him. Because <laughs> he's looking for a Bruno AB. But yes, we got to talk about TakeOver Phoenix. It was a fantastic show as TakeOvers tend to do. But the big news out of it is, of course, we got a new NXT Tag Team Champions, the War Raiders, in a great match. The opener of NXT TakeOver, which seems to be a theme. You put Undisputed Era in a tag team match to kick off a TakeOver, it's always going to be a great match. And once again, they did it. But this time, the War Raiders were successful in becoming the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, the big one, the match of the night in my mind, was Gargano versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. One of the best matches I've seen at a TakeOver event ever. And Johnny Gargano finally wins a singles title at, in NXT. Finally. And we ended the night with Ciampa defeating Black and DIY as your North American and NXT World Champions. What was your thought on TakeOver Phoenix? What was your match tonight? Who was your MVP? TakeOver Phoenix was a really, really good show. I will say that. But I've been seeing a little bit of ramblings. Was it the best TakeOver ever? Absolutely not. Hell no. But it was a really solid show. Three of the matches was really, really good. I will give it that. Three of the matches was very, very good. But that Gargano and Rick, it just finally happened. It finally happened, guys. The match that we said would be the match of the weekend was finally the match of the weekend. We like, it we finally it happened. Right. It finally happened. Finally nailed it. That was the match of the weekend, and it really was a thing of beauty. Like, that was two guys out there giving it their all. It was a hell of a match. And finally, the story ended with Gargano. Finally. And I love the sentiment. The camera caught him. I win. I love that spot. I win. Finally planted Ricochet with that over-the-top snap DDT and just finally Which took followed the brain home, buster on the concrete. Took it home. Like, I was so happy to get that wrong. I was so happy to get that wrong because finally Gargano got a big, big win at a takeover. Finally. Finally, after some time, and in my mind, Johnny Gargano, once again, was the MVP of NXT TakeOver. Uh, what did you think about the ending with Ciampa and Gargano standing tall as the new NXT, as uh, Ch Gargano, the new NXT North American champion, and Ciampa, the new NXT champion? Where do you see the story going now? And sorry if I didn't answer your question before. As far as the MVP, I definitely, obviously, it had to be Johnny Gargano. Finally, again, take it. Johnny finally, TakeOver. Finally. Yes. Uh... I mean, where does the story go from here? I don't know, to be quite honest. Um, they're both, Bing, they're, motherfucker! They're, they're both champs. The fuck? Bing! Um, they're not going to go against one another, right? They're not unifying any championships at this it point. It was a moment. They may, um, they may It was a moment. Oh, get, they, they tagging up on halftime heat. I, right, they're going to be on the same side of the... Can I say something about that real quick? Halftime heat, that's a big fucking deal. 
20 a, years to make it. It's a big fucking deal because it's NXT and not the main roster. Yes. And those guys are going to be on the fucking clock for 15 minutes, put on a show or lose it. And they got the right guys to be on that. For, they got the right guys for that fucking match, I think. And I think that's going to be a, a, a hell of a 15 minutes for us to be watching. But to get back to your point, where does it go? I think... I think Johnny Gargano is going to be the heel for the mid-carters, obviously. Damn, I'm done. And, wow. and, and, and Champa's going to be the heel champ for uh, the guys on the top of the card. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I need a fucking refill. I don't know Jesus. how long. This guy. I don't know how long. I don't know how long Johnny Gargano is going to be guys, These guys, this man. Is still, this is still story building. And I, I, this should have bombed, by the way. I'm interested to see where the story goes next with Champa and Gargano. Uh, that's a yeah. That, that also with halftime heat, I feel like that's big news, and it's another petty Vince move, just taking shots at Maroon Five, but also a little. That was actually a great troll job. It was a great troll. That job. was a great troll a job. Big, a big news coming out of the NXT ta- uh, t- uh, TV taping. Uh-oh. If you if you did not want to like, if you do not like spoilers, you can pause, rewind, uh, fast forward for like two minutes. All right, give you ten seconds. So our new or not... I was like three, but, but... Yeah. A new or not... I'm building up to it. Our new or not North American champion is actually the Velveteen Team Dream. Dream. At the that. NXT TV taping, they apparently filmed two endings to the match between Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano. The first ending being Velveteen Dream hitting his uh, rolling DVD and then the Purple Rainmaker to become the new NXT North American champion. As he's celebrating, he comes out of the ring. Johnny Gargano attacks him, puts him back into the ring, attacks him. Uh, Velveteen Dream gets the upper hand, goes for the, the Purple Rainmaker again. Gargano changes it into the Gargano Escapes. Uh, Dream taps out, and then Gargano leaves with the NXT Ch- North American Championship. I gotta give it to WWE, because we always shit on WWE. That was genius. Genius. Genius to film two Swerve of them. Swerve me! Now we don't know what the ending is. So Swerve that was me. great job by WWE. Well, they finally life. got the taste of doing TV right, right? So at the end of the day, they don't have to just placate to the wrestling fan. You're doing TV the way TV does TV. So that's that's great on their part. Um, I mean, the Velveteen Dream as the freaking North American champion would be great, too. Absolutely. I mean, the man's been asking for the call-up, and he ain't got it, so they got to make him do something, right? Yeah, give him a title. I feel like he needs a run. Uh, I don't ah. think that he's ready quite yet to go to the main roster, and I don't trust Touché. the main roster. Touche. <laughs> so. Dude, if they do with Velveteen Dream what they're doing to EC3 on the main roster. Let's not get into that. <sighs> that man has been on TV for two weeks, and he's looked at a mirror for two weeks. That's what you sign up for. So that's the difference between Vince taking care of you and then Trips taking care of you. It happens to them all. Jesus. Save EC3 already. He hasn't even been on TV fully yet, and he's already getting fucked over. Can I just say one thing about EC3? I I had this idea when he signed to NXT. What the fuck for? What the fuck for? You hey, know, you you want to you want to make more money than you're making. I you know what, that. dude? Look, he's listen, not your cup of tea, and that's fine. WWE is always gonna throw more money your way, but your point as a professional wrestler is to gain the exposure, dude. You've no. been on TNA for how long? He gained the exposure, and now he's got a bigger deal in WWE. This made sense to me. It's, that made all the sense to me, too. He, the whole reason he went to Impact was See, to now become you, better now you, now and now become more Yeah, now you're getting back to being stupid. 
No. He would never was He's about not. building up impact. No. If you thought that, then I don't know what the you would The exposure part is what I'm talking about. He's not going to get the exposure on the WWE stage that he feels Oh, so up. he got it all on impact? Yeah. Oh mean, yeah. He got a major spotlight. In he impact, got a major spotlight. But it's not. It's, it's you know not about people? that to everyone. It's, it's sometimes it's about the money. It's about getting a bigger paycheck. Getting that paycheck, brother. Brother, if you want to go get your paycheck, go ahead. But at the end of the day, that's what he did. At the end of the day, you being mad at the fact that he's looking at a mirror for two weeks. That's what he signed up for. That's what he signed nah. up for, bro. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I don't for. think when he got that contract, <laughs> he was for. he was made aware that his first no. month on TV. <laughs> He was going to be told at a mirror. <laughs> like, dude, no, no, no one has been told that and said, I'm game. No one has been told that. But he wanted the money, that though, right? You get paid top dollar. That's your door. Yeah, yo, door. Door. Was that door. the door? Door. Door. All right, go. Let's let's, let's check. Hey, let's check gotta, that out. Anyways, we're still we're still filming. But um, no. so anyways, I, dude, it was for me is the, the what the fuck for scenario. Um, I didn't understand why he signed with NXT more for the exposure part of it, it the use of him, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, dude, you're Derek Bateman. I mean, he was never going to get past <laughs> Derek Bateman, but I understand, I understood the move from jump. It was all about getting, getting more money. I was, get paid, he bro. already got the exposure from Impact, so it wasn't about that anymore. Uh, if you already got it, it's done, it's over with, so you got to move on. Yo, you really got some bitter bones with Derek Bateman, EC3, man. Like, what's I, up with that? Like, to, to, to your point, like, what's up with to, that? To your point, JJ, he's not my cup of tea. He's just not. But I can, I can. He's not a lot of people's cup of tea. I got what? Who got what? I got, I got the flat noodles, the the dark noodles with chicken. Yeah. See what I'm doing here? Can can I can I see that? This This looks like uh. That's chicken too. This looks like some sweaty dog shit. But go ahead. You see what I'm doing? Yeah, this is mine. Like, what is this? Like, where is this coming? Like, what the fuck? This is yours, sir. This is yours. Um, like, what are y'all getting? You see what I'm dealing with here, people? Like, this shit is... You got this one? Like, what? Is this what this is? What? what? Oh, no, that's the shrimp. Like, what are you bring? This is what... Wait, wait. This is how y'all celebrate the 25th anniversary of True Hill Heat? Y'all sit here and get, get, this, get this dog snot as food? Like, what, what the fuck is it? Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. But... Back to what Yo, we're can I see about. a steak? Can I see some steak? Like, can I can I see what, some? You're trying to kill another steak? I can I see some real food? I think you're down with the planet's champion. You're sitting out. <laughs> you're sipping out a plastic straw. You're you're talking about getting. I want eating healthy. I want Ashley to come through, bro. Give me Ashley right here on the plate. Daisy. No, that was Daisy. That was poor Daisy. Day, Daisy was the WWE championship. Abby was my man Larry's steak. I want Ashley. Right here, um, y'all coming up with this shit? It's Thai food. So we're gonna get this to your a- comments and questions in a bit. <laughs> but- oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Me. What the <laughs> fuck? Does this, this man, shit got milk in it? This man, this man could not do it all at once. He couldn't do it all at once. No, good brothers. <laughs> Thank you, sir. He couldn't Appreciate do it you. all at once. Appreciate so it. So we're going to get to your yo, comments and questions yo, in a bit. Yo, yo, our producer's turned from a fighter to a concierge. He's sitting here serving people. Like, yo, what did you turn him into? He was a fighter, SP. Now you just turned him into pe- someone that serves you food? 
What has happened to this man? We're gonna get to your comments. He was the he was the one pound of gold champion. He was a one pound of gold champion. Now he's bringing you dog shit. We're gonna go on to the big show over the weekend. How is it? I just can't. Oh Jesus! The big show over the weekend. And then he brought tea. Then he brings tea with milk. It's Thai iced tea, bro. I mean, come on, yo, get a real man's drink, man. First of all, you need I don't even know. Culturally you sensitive. How? How? He got the same fickle plastic with the same fickle straw. First of and all, and he has a milk from a cow. And he has a cow inside his drink. First he has all, a cow in there. First of all, he has an animal. He has Kevin inside his cup right now. You're a disciple of Daniel Bryan. I can care less about that shit right now. I'm hungry. I've considered myself fickle, and I've apologized to Daniel Bryan on air, and you sit here come with a cow in your cup. There's a cow in your cup. Cow in my cup. There's a chicken in my plate. Unfucking believable. With dog shit in your plate. With plastic bowls. Continue. Are y'all done? Yeah. I've been done. Okay. So we're going to move on to the Royal Rumble. Before we move on, let's hear your comments and questions about TakeOver and these two fools. That the are lack of professionalism. Yes, the total lack of professionalism. Eating food during a podcast because I'm hungry. This is, listen, I am the resident True Hill alcoholic. Everyone knows that. I am not sitting here stuffing my face. I sit You're here sipping out of a plastic straw. And he has a cow in his cup. A cow! True Hills. He has an animal in his cup. Save us, Yo, please. There's please bok choy in this. Save this me. Bok choy? Yo, yeah. Mm. Shit. Oh, the real stings. <laughs> <laughs> Says, how could EC3 not come out at number three in the Rumble in his debut? <laughs> that that would have been great. That would have been great. If you're not going to have Perfect Sand come out at number 10, you're right, Steez. You should have had EC3 at number three. Anything else? Uh, some comments that we can skip from Bruno, but whatever. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. Say what Bruno Wait. said. God damn it. Uh, they have been deleted. You can continue. <laughs> so, we gotta move on to, to the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble oh, was the big I, You know what? That's, a, that's what I got. That's what... So, my man Bruno said, who's that girl that just walked out of the room? <laughs> <laughs> Good yo, one, Bruno. Yo, Shorty got a beard, bro. <laughs> anyway, yo, he gonna right. get mistaken from the chick from GameStop. <laughs> hey, right. sir. No, that's ma'am. That's ma'am. <laughs> he called me a sir. That's ma'am. <laughs> we gotta talk about the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble <laughs> was a seven-hour show, so a lot was going down. Yeah, three shows on the kickoff show. The sleep was real after that. Including a new United States champion in Shinsuke Nakamura and a tremendous fatal four-way between uh, Kalisto, Hito Atami, who was his final pay-per-view appearance, uh, Kira Tozawa, and the champion who retained Buddy Murphy. But what a show Royal Rumble was. Even oh, don't act like that plane ain't yours. Oh, that is mine. So and you're no, just as fickle because you got a plastic straw. You got... I don't have a plastic straw. That, a plastic fork. 
You got a yeah, plastic there's fork. A, there's a difference. You got a plastic fork. A you got a plastic spoon. Plastic, plastic you got non-recyclable, non-recyclable paper towels. You got plastic I'm not in using your the paper towels. You got plastic all over the place. But you comment on my one plastic cup. You got plastic because all over the bitch. You are the one that is up here saying I'm the planet's champion supporter, and you're sipping out of a plastic straw. You are ridiculous. But this is recycled. No, it's not. Seven Eleven uses all recycled oh, material. table of plastic metal and he's eating on air and the producer is feeding himself there's a bunch of people literally eating on Drew Hill E25 everybody's eating like what the fuck it's a Thanksgiving edition of Drew Hill Heat for the True Hill Nation we're here in New York uh this came from Spice which is a Thai restaurant uh up around LA uh around here uh this this would be considered True Hill Studios right this is True Hill Studios so uh just, just, just so y'all know, go to Spice, check it out. It's good food. Um, so, there's plastic forks, there's plastic spoons, there's plastic knives, there's non-recyclable tissue. I'm just, I'm just waiting for this to get back on the rails. It's been off the rails. And then on top of that, they've used metal. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble non now. Non-recycled. Yes, let's talk about the Royal Rumble now. So there was two Royal Rumble matches. The first one was the Women's Royal Rumble, and we predicted Charlotte Flair to win. And like we talked about earlier in the show, Becky Lynch was victorious in the Women's Royal Rumble. The two matches that stole the show in my eyes was Ronda Rousey. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Rewind. Oh, man. Our Lord and Savior, UFC I'm Hall eating. of Famer, I'm eating, the God baddest woman on the planet. I'm having a meal. And you're reigning, defending, defending undisputed, raw women's champion. But I got one more for you. The number one reason why there will be an all-women's main event at WrestleMania 35. Reach. Rowdy. Ronda. Rousey. Defeated. Jay News's greatest I'm a, I'm gonna, women's wrestler I'm gonna, of all time, I'm gonna, Sasha Banks. I'm going to open my cup so oh. all them tears can fall into oh, no. it. I'm going to open it up so crying. all them crybabies can fall. Ain't all them tears can fall ain't right ain't into ain't that ain't cup, ain't including his. Including his. Because this bitch was crying the whole ain't, night. Ain't nobody crying. <laughs> oh, Ronda's so overrated. Oh, Ronda. Oh, God. What happened when Ronda put on the best match of the Royal Rumble? Ronda had the best match of the Royal Rumble. Let's talk about it. You don't have to agree with it. The consensus agree with it, and I agree with it, and people at Jabba Slam 3 agree with it. Ronda and Sasha was the best match of the night. They actually led the poll on WWE.com. Ronda, Sasha was the best match of the night. Ronda and Sasha, huh? But follow, very close second, which is debatable, wait, which is debatable, wait, which was wait, Becky wait. and Oscar. Becky and Oscar was the a great women, match. The women, shout outs to the ladies, they held... Down the rumble, as I predicted, that both women's matches was gonna be way better than that shit that happened on NXT Takeover, which is completely why I downgraded Takeover Phoenix, cause that women's match between Shayna Baszler and the best, the EST, was fucking garbage until that last two minutes where Bianca did a great, great job by Bianca. Bianca helped save that match. She helped save it by. Selling the shit out of being resilient. See, Props to Bianca for, for that. For a minute there, I was gonna call you Sam Roberts. Props to Bianca. Props to Bianca. Props to Bianca. She 
She made the crowd feel it and believe her selling abilities in that match. Shayna she rocked that shit out. Disrespectful to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler so, was, was fucking so, trash. What was your thoughts on the on the so, women's matches at the Royal Rumble? Let's stay on the so, actual topic, so, unlike this so, drunk asshole. So first things first. Ain't no tears <laughs> going in nobody's big gulf. That's one. Two. There's a cow in your cup. Shut the fuck up. There's a cow in your cup. Sit here and apologize. Barbara is in your I cup have, right now. I have to apologize talk. sincerely to Sasha Banks because last week on True Heel Heat, I made a mistake. Yeah, you called her the greatest wrestler of It wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. That was a big mistake. It wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. I forgot. My cup is filling up with tears. I forgot. It's filling up. The day we shot True Heel Heat, it was Sasha Banks' birthday. Oh, who cares? Sasha Banks, my mistake, my apologies for not giving you a birthday shout-out because it was needed and it was necessary, and I apologize for that. As for the match, as for the match, as a matter of fact, we're wrestling fans, right? No bullshit. It takes two people to have a real good match now, yes. doesn't it? Yes. Right? Both of them had good chemistry with each other. They yeah, which made, always, they actually, made I was, it feel like a I, real fight. Actually, I was surprised about that, to be quite honest. Um, and I... I actually hold the Becky and Oscar match a little bit higher than theirs. I do as well. I feel like the Becky and Oscar match was a was a more smoother match. Yeah. It it was very mat based, but at the same time, it, it also gave that little like fight feel where it was like back and forth. It no, one person never had the upper hand over the per, the other person for too long, and that's why I preferred the Becky and Oscar match a little bit more. But like JJ said, the women took. Took the show. Yeah, they, took the they had the two best they matches the... in the night. That's they our consensus. The better, they had the better Raw Rumble. That's our consensus. They had the better Raw Rumble match in my eyes. Shout as well. out so, to the fucking ladies. And they had the, the ladies. Long, they had the longest. Night. They had the longest Raw Rumble match in history because they kept missing the time on the spots because Damn. WWE and them did not time out the running to the to the ring enough, and they were missing the time on spots. And we were actually saying that watching it live. We was like, "Is this really nice?" 90 seconds? Like, yeah. it was, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. They actually had like two minutes for certain ones, two and a half minutes for other right. ones, and that's why it went 71 minutes, which is ridiculous. And how many nostalgia acts the women had for the night? Zero. Nostalgia? Zero. Men? Number two, they start nostalgia. And, and I felt like that was a good one. The Alliance. Ah, man. Like Fuck out of here. You always got to have your nostalgia act in there. And I felt like it was fun. I Who the fuck wanted to see Jeff Jarrett? No one. But I didn't think the men's Royal Rumble Ooh. was bad. Ooh. 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 I didn't think the men's Royal Rumble was bad. That but was I, I felt like it was not It's not as good men's as last Ru- year. Definitely. Men's Rumble was fucking awful. It was a middle of the road Rumble. I'm happy about the winner. Seth Rollins winning That's the, That was the best Definitely result. Definitely the best thing. result. And who stole the show in the men's Royal Rumble? A woman again! Nice fucking Jax! She's not like most girls! Oh my god, Nia Jax in the Royal Rumble made the last 10 minutes the most yo, exciting what? of the whole Yo, did you see what she did to Mustafa yeah. Ali, though? Yo! What she did to R Truth. Apparently, she got heat yeah, with R Truth off of uh, hurting him on the attack. But to the, to the point that you made earlier about Dean Ambrose. She got a spot with Dean Ambrose on, on the following Raw. The Raw. Night, yeah. No wonder Dean Ambrose wanted to walk out of that fucking company. He <laughs> was like, you were playing Nia yo, no, yo, no shade on Nia because Nia got talent, but damn, son, for real? 
That's I mean, fucked up. Yo, but you get yo, you don't understand you, you understand that Dean Ambrose <laughs> told WWE this prior to all of this happening. They just released the information. So here's our way of saying thank you for telling us, Dean. Here, Nia Jax, you come out. Dean, get the fuck out of the ring. You ain't shit no more. You yo, the, yo, did you see how clean and how easy he lost to Seth Rollins? Like, I mean, it was like the... It wasn't easy. That shit it was, was a good match. easy. It was a good match. And the funny, on Raw, a regular-ass match was probably their best match in, like, three years. Sad, but I'm not going to say you're false. Let's hear from the spotlight in the True Hills about the Royal Rumble. Well, as an aside, uh, Maurice Williams has noted that Mr. Black is in the comments looking for you, SP3. Oh, Mr. Mr. Black, we got we to gotta find what Mr. Black... Are we Black really going to talk about that? Mr. Black... Like, yeah, Mr. Black. Are we really gonna talk about one getting high and one backing out of Jabba Slam? Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 both whoa, of you whoa, clowns. Whoa, 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 both, yo, whoa. no, no, both of you because both of you are fuck ups. Both of you are fuck ups because this one fucking smokes a whole ounce of marijuana and this one decides to put his title on the line without getting the commission's permission. It's not so, my fault. So this is, what, yo, this is what happens. This is what happens when we get some power. We get some power. We don't know how to act. We put titles on the line and we get high as fuck. So we don't even know how to act. So we go into a whole venue where there is control, where there's legalization, where there's things that needs to take place. You put your belt on the line without getting their without getting their permission, and this jackass decides he wants to go get high as fuck the night of the show, not the night before, the night of the event. Not my fault. It's not my fault. I give people Expl opportunities, for the, and that's and that's their fault. For the for, people for, that for the people that hasn't seen your video, please explain what happened. Why this match did not take place at Jabba Slam Three? Please. Well, basically, by me putting the one pound of gold on the line, the new the New York State Athletic Commission had to step in and sanction this match <laughs> at Legends on Thirty Third Street, and apparently, Mister Black. Smoked an ounce of marijuana <laughs> or some type of, and he had over 700,000 TAC milligrams in his urine when he, when we tested, and apparently we couldn't have the match, and it was shut down. The, the, the managers of Legends, the New York State Athletic Commission would not let us have that match. Yo, so, yo, what did, what was Bruno's comment? I know you can see it. <laughs> what was Bruno's comment? Let's hear from The recent one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this comment, as he said, this is why I, this is why I do cocaine. <laughs> Great, yo. Bruno says, Bruno says, yo, this is why, this I do is why he's number one in the chat talk. This is why, this is why he's got excellent timing. He's got top guy JJ dying over here. Anything else regarding the Royal Rumble? What would you guys MVP? In my mind, I feel like the MVP of the night was either Becky Lynch or Nia Jax. Whoever competed in two matches in the night was the MVP. And the show stealer for me was uh, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Right. So yeah. one yes. of the best yes. eight-minute matches that I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. It put over Finn Balor tremendously. We did not need that post-match at all. No, at all. They, they literally, it literally pissed me off because it took away all the fucking effort that, that you yeah. put into building Finn Balor in those eight minutes. And you took it all away in a beatdown that lasted two minutes. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, Brent, Finn and Brock was the best men's match of the night. Uh, it was the best men's match of the night. The cruiserweight match. 
I mean, yeah, the on the main card, on the main the card, main. on the main card, because of that that fatal four way for the cru- for the Oof. cruiserweight title was fire. I thought they that cut shit was the, fire. I thought they cut the match short, by the way. Actually, that, it was, that, they, got, they got good time. They got good time, but like they got good time. I feel like the end to WWE match, standards, they got good time. I, I got you. I got you. WWE standards, they got good time, but one, as far as one, one side comment, though, <laughs> this whole jobber slam three thing that happened or that didn't happen, should I say, right? It triple H. Um, yeah, it got triple H. Um, <laughs> it I was, got I was, triple H. I was gonna make a comment about it earlier because he keeps on always promoting them and their events and 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 being so I don't know downright a good brother sometimes. Sid, a good brother, and he's a true heel. He's I, I, the, the, but he was he's always he's bigging them up and, and giving he's them a, these props. And this real. guy goes and he smokes a pound of fucking hash and he. Can't even have a match with you. Did he? Did he smoke the pound of hash? I didn't smoke it. And he, of course, he's gonna promote it because he's gonna be there live. I'm the star. He's starring at the place. So why wouldn't he promote it? That's like you it's, being it's, somewhere it's, 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 and you're it, hosting it, it, a title match and I'm, you're not. I, I'm the I, I'm, Undertaker of Jobber Slam. He appears there once. He appears there three times a year. That's it. Next one is Jobber Slam Four, which I hope. I hope. We can have this match. We Keyword, right? Keyword. We, hope, hope, listen. Hope, hope. He, okay, so first of all, he's not their dad, which obviously he he shouted out Papa Black. He dude, shouted out Papa dude, Will. At the and end mama, of the fucking day, he how, is, do you, how do you know that you're going into a match, you understand that you can't do certain things before a match? Jay News. Jay News, look at the camera and ask Mr. Black why. Why? Why, Mr. Black? Why? Well, the last couple of ones that we missed was the new beginning. MVP of the Rumble was Becky Lynch, though. Yeah, yeah. You can't have you can't have Cole women's match of the night and win the Royal Rumble <coughs> and not be the MVP of the night. But the show still, I completely agree with Brock and Finn. What? Anything else from the spotlight or the True Heels? Uh, Maurice with the True Heel Heat Jack's back. Nice. Naya is the only person to compete in two Royal Rumble matches in the same night. So, um, anybody that says Nia Jax is trash, eat that. Eat it. She's been in two rumbles. Eat it. In two. one night. Two. In one night. And she's had multiple eliminations in both rumbles. In one night. And she eliminated no, she multiple had, men. She had one in one She had one, right? Yeah, she, she just oh, eliminated Mustafa. That shit felt like multiple. <laughs> yo, she, she beat threw, up multiple Yo, men, she threw sure. that little motherfucker that out, sure. yo. That was for sure. But we just touched on the new beginning shows. They had their two in the U.S., which were actually, you know, affected by the U.S. government shutdown. Uh, in the main event of the first show, it was Juice Robinson and uh, Tracy Williams, who was defeated the one-night-only reunion of Rapongi Vice, which was uh, Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta. And then last night in Charlotte, in the main event, it was Juice Robinson successful defending the IWGP U.S. Championship against Trent Beretta. And then also this morning, new beginning in Sapporo, night one, in the main event, it was Jay White and Bad Luck Fale defeating the dream team of uh, Okada and Tadahashi with Jay White submitting, making tap out the IWGP heavyweight champion Hiroshi Tadahashi. So I, we're going to talk about new beginning on the uh, in a little bit, but what do you think about that result in the big one? And then also it was uh, Minoru Suzuki who was successful against Sonata in what was the match of the night. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting how New Japan books their shows um, because it's not 50-50. It's not necessarily one-sided either. But sometimes, like, the understanding of how or 
how specific wrestlers are going to go on the rise where they quote unquote should win and they don't win. It's like they drag it out too long sometimes. Yeah. Right? The reason I say that is because that tag match, which is what, something they always do, Jay White, Bad Luck Fale against Okada and Tanahashi. We already know Jay White's not winning that belt. We already know that. We don't know for sure because... We know he ain't winning. We don't They know gave that. the belt to a guy, Gene, and the man stepped on out. He's going to AEW now, isn't he? Yes. They're going to keep it. They're going to keep it on the man with the red hair now because he has red hair now. Yes, he apparently died. His <laughs> he, we we found now. out where Okada's hair <laughs> died when it went to Hatadahashi. Uh, so that belt's gonna stay on, Tana. Uh, the rise of Jay White has been great. From, um, it's been on, a great on, story. On, Wait, guys, guys, real quick, we're gonna leave the WWE and not talk about the debut of Volta. We really gonna do that? We gonna do that? No, I'm hyped about that. I'm hyped about that. I'm walked the fuck out about that. That was last one. That was on True Yo Ye 24. No, but he debuted. And did you see what he did to that young boy? To that little boy? Do you guys see what I'm dealing with? All the time. Like really? Why do you act like you see? Why why do you act like this matters? How, how do you not talk about? I'm, I'm thankful this, for you. This this does matter because oh New, New Japan God. is a table setter. Exactly. I mean, Yo, listen. We're table setting because we're gonna talk about what's uh, next. New Japan in USA. Me off. The final night in Nashville, Tennessee. We're gonna. Why go do we care about what happened in Nashville, Tennessee? We're not gonna be talking about what happened. We're gonna be making our predictions. Are you ready? We don't. Because do we really care? Do we really? You always. I know you don't care because you always lose. So let's go. Uh, we're, so a couple of these guys we don't really, we're not really familiar on because a lot of these are guys from the New Japan Dojo in LA because of the Which U.S. Leads government. To my point. The U.S. government shut down a lot of he people. Leads into, he leads into he leads into what I, we're not I, familiar I, I, about. I want to make a point. He leads into what we're not familiar I about. I want to make a point. But we're supposed to care. To the True Heel Nation and the Spotlight Nation. This is why they call me J News. Those guys from that LA Dojo are being trained by the one and only Shibata-san. So, if y'all want to get into who these new guys are, watch these shows, watch these new guys, whatever you want to call them. They always because they, like the, the young lions, the lions potentially, lions. potentially become the big stars. Yeah. You got Jay Wyatt, you had Hiromu Takahashi, you have uh, Rapongi 3K in the junior tag team division. No matter if top guy JK, JJ cares or not, <laughs> he's, already, he's always complaining about WWE, but that seems to be the only thing he's up to date on. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Cole Kendricks. <laughs> we'll call Fredericks. He's going to be versing Alice C uh, Collin. These are two guys out of the LA the dojo. dojo. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm just going to say it's going to be a draw. Because the Young Lion battles when it's one-on-one -on -one one, usually yeah. are like a 10-minute time limit. So I'm going to go with the draw. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Alex Collin. I hear he has a background in um, amateur pro wrestling. So he is familiar with that. So what, who you got? I probably got Fredericks on that just because I've seen a little bit of his work outside of what he's about to do with uh, New Japan. So I'll go with Fredericks. Who you got? Coughlin or Fredericks? <coughs> I'm going to agree with G-News for once. You know, I'm going to agree with Jay News. I'm going to go with Fredericks. Very shocking. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We've had at least five, six agreements since we've been on True Hill Heat. I'm Even though I hate this asshole, but, you know, that's why they put us opposite each other because, you know, he doesn't yeah, I have, have, to, I have to be between them after the last, after True Hill Heat 24. I have to be between these guys. 
Moving on, we got Jonathan Grisha. Wait, did you take my stick and not smoke it? I did, actually. No, he, yeah. jo- I took a pull. Jonathan Grisha. I, I'm proud of you. See, Jonathan see, there we go. Now you're you getting on board. He's going to be teaming up with a longtime favorite, Cole Cabana, to verse Shane Taylor out of ROH and one half of the Killer Elite squad, Lance Archer. I feel like in this one, Shane Taylor is going to take this one. Shane Taylor, they're really building up in ROH. I mean, of course, I can't go for the good guys winning in this one, but I feel like Shane Taylor needs a couple of rubs off of this show. So who you got? Uh, I'll mention this. Uh, Shane Taylor is not my cup of tea. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, I've been getting behind John Grisham for a while. So, you know. Give like it to Grisham the octopus. In, in yeah. Cabana. Um, any match that Cocabana is in, I'm not picking Cocabana, so I'm definitely going with Shane Taylor and Lance Archer. There we go. We're in. We're in agreement for once. Yo, Cocabana is literally like the Cassius Ono of ROH. Yeah, he is. Damn. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. That's tough. The gatekeeper <laughs> of gatekeeper. talent. So next up, we got Harlem Bravado. I just recently saw him at Evolve. He's going to be versing a great O'Connor. Who's he's actually been getting a push on the first two shows of the New Japan in uh, USA. Who you got in this one? Uh, probably O'Connor. Just because. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who you got? Are we on the Harlem Provado? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I was going to pick Harlem Provado. I can't pick. Just because his what name the is Harlem. fuck? Harlem Provado? Like, dude, you're a wrestler. There's no way I'm picking Harlem Provado. Next. His first name is Harlem. How do you spell his name? Harlem? Next. Harlem. Bravado. Yeah. It makes complete sense. Next. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I'm with the great. I great, great O'Connor all around. <laughs> and uh, next up, we got Clark uh, Clark Connors. He's going to be going one-on-one with the villain, Marty Scrawl. I feel like this is the easiest one of the night. Consensus. I think we can consensusly say the villain <laughs> the is going to win this one. Don't ask me this question. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> Don't we ask got me this question. R- <laughs> this, this is the one I was really looking forward to here. We got the ROH TV champion, Jeff Cobb. He's going to be going one-on-one with the villain enterprise's own Brody King. Uh, this is the first time I've seen it on a major scale. I know they reversed before on the independence, but who you got in this one? Cobb versus King. I will always have the back of my main man, Matanza Cueto, a.k.a. <coughs> Jeff Cobb. Jeff the monster. Cobb will win this match. Who you got? I love Jeff Cobb. <laughs> I love Jeff Cobb. So I guess you got Jeff Cobb. Yeah. I think we all around are going to pick <coughs> Jeff Cobb. He's the ROAC TV champion. He's the PWG champion. I feel like you got to you gotta move on with him. Uh, Brody King, though, he's going to have a great match. He's going to definitely, I feel like it's going to be the match of the night. If not this one, the main event. We got the team of Lifeblood. It's going to be a six-man tag team match. The new faction in ROH, Lifeblood. Tracy Williams, David, Fahler, da- David Finley, and Juice Robinson. They're going to be teaming up against... Our Rapongi best friends, as I like to call them. Rocky Romero, Chuck Chucky T, and Trent Beretta. This is an elimination match. I feel like this this or the the Cobb King match is gonna be the match of the night. Who you got in this one? Well, I'm definitely going with the lifeblood because they they, they gotta get some momentum. And this whole best friend shit, I'm not a fan of it. So definitely going with the lifeblood. I love that name. I love. I just love the lifeblood faction. So I like. I like going, it in general. The con. The 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 concept. I love the of whole, bringing honor back to ring. Of bringing of honor. honor, bringing that integrity, bringing back real wrestling. I, I just love their motto and I love their motive and I love their motivation. 
Their, their off-camera promos are usually really, really good. I like this faction. I'm definitely going with Lifeblood. They've been getting a good push in ROH. They're good on the mic. They're good in the ring. And I feel like because of Best Friends, uh, this is their last shows with New Japan. And they've been and Lifeblood has been on a winning streak against this Rapongi Best Friends faction. I feel like it's only right to finish off the right way and have Lifeblood win the elimination match. Who you got? Um, I mean, just from the the sake of what your guys are saying, I mean, it seems like Lifeblood's the favorite here, right? Yeah, Lifeblood uh, would be the favorite. Uh, Best Friends is definitely going to be their last shows with New Japan. Also, Jay News don't know who the fuck Lifeblood is. No, I understand who they are. No, no, understand, but do you know? Yeah, I know. Why would I know? Why wouldn't I, of all people, know who Because Lifeblood? you're fake right now. How am I fake? You're Jay Kayfabe. Kayfabe? You're Jay Kayfabe right now. You're JK Fabe right now. Anyways, I'm picking Rapongi Best Friends because I haven't seen Trent Beretta and my the, the he main has man no Rocky Romero. idea who Lifeblood is. Yes, no fucking I'm idea. I'm the one who told you There's freaking no about David Finley idea who Lifeblood is. And then he's yo, just go ahead. Oh make your pick. God. Make your pick. Make your pick. Let's say, like I said, Rapongi Best Friends, Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, the Kentucky gentleman himself. Chucky e. T, I'm going with them. <laughs> so that's for New Japan in USA. Fake the news, final bro. Night in Nashville. He's kayfabe news. Who you think's going to win those? We're going to move on to Super Fight in Philly tonight. This is the big show. It's going to be on Bing Sports. This is the big show for Major League Wrestling. They've been building up for this for a couple of months now. We're going to run through this very quickly because we got two more shows to go through. DJ Z versus Myron, Myron Reed. <laughs> DJ Z versus who? DJ Z versus Myron Reed. DJ Z. Absolutely. DJ Z across the board. A grudge match. We got Ricky Martinez presented by Selena Del, Rent, Del Renta versus Cotto Brazil. Cotto Brazil is a good friend. Take your sheets, you filthy animal. Of our friends at the Russell Cave podcast. So, shouts out to Russell Cave. So, you know what the fuck is going on. No, don't act like you don't even know who's on the cards. So, actually, how you want to take that. So, look at it. Because the man worked hard on this, so you actually know who's on the fucking card. Who you got? Ricky Martinez or Cotto Brazil? Jesus Christ. I'll go with Ricky. So, Ricky, who you got? Jesus, why I hate agreeing with this fucking guy. I go across the board. When it comes to to wrestling matches, when you come to the ring with a valet... You're winning the match. That's just that's just how I go. I think Cotto Brazil actually is gonna win this one. I'm gonna go with Cotto Brazil. Like I said, he got interviewed by Russell K. So I'm gonna go with Brazil. These two got Ricky Martinez. We got Rizwan, the Impact X Division champion. Can he's you gonna be versus Ace Austin. Can you handle this? Can you handle this? Can you handle this? Can you handle this? Rizwan, can you handle all this? across the board. We got Puma King. He's gonna be going one on one with Gringo Loco. Puma King, I've saw live at Major League Wrestling when they were here in New York. I'm gonna go with Puma King. Who you got? Mm, Loco on this time. You got Loco. Who you got? King yo, or Loco? Yo, yo, the fact that you're you're Gringo, I can't call. I can't. I can't go again. I'm definitely <laughs> going with Puma King, yo. I'm definitely going with Puma this King. This one they've been building to for a couple of weeks now. We got a mystery tag team match. I still pick Puma King. You pick Puma. Yeah. Got, got. Uh, mystery See? tag team match. We got Tommy Dreamer and his mystery partner versus. Brian Pillman Jr. and his mystery partner. I, I'm going to ask for your predictions on who you think is going to win and who you think your winner, mystery partner, is going to be. 
Well, I know they've been pushing that Hart Foundation out there in MLW. Hart Foundation are getting a shot at the tag team titles in this night, so it's definitely not going to be a member of Hart Foundation as his partner. Well, I'm not saying those guys. Okay. I'm just saying that there can be someone else from that particular family to show up and, you know. And who would that particular someone uh, be? That I don't know. I'm just going with that. (laughs) I can just say that that team's going to win. Okay. That's how I'm going with. That's okay, going so with. Brian Pillman Jr. I have no fucking idea who's coming out, but I know Tommy Dreamer don't win no matches, so I'm definitely <laughs> going with Brian Pillman. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sandman being Tommy Dreamer's partner, so it's at the ECW I mean, they arena. definitely sure. lose it. And <laughs> I mean, they definitely lose it. I, I, I don't Well, as a matter of fact, I got, I got a freaking far-off shot for no. somebody who can be Brian Pillman Jr.'s uh, freaking uh, partner. Who? His trainer, Lance Storm. Another another student of the dungeon. I like that pick as well. We got a special, yeah. Let me know if y'all give a fuck about that. We got a special challenge rematch. It's gonna be Ace Romero versus another one of our good friends, Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch had his whole ten thousand dollar uh, challenge. Yeah, my homie. news chilled out with uh, with Simon Gotch back in Chicago. Uh, Simon Gotch had his little ten thousand dollar challenge, which Ace R- Romero won. He finally defeated him after weeks of Simon Gotch becoming victorious. Who you got in this one? Uh, gotta go with Ace at this point. Ace Romero, fuck Simon. Ace Gotch. Romero. Oh, damn. I, 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 I don't go that far. I said he's one of our friends. I don't so go Simon, that far. You're, you're cool Why? Because he was cool with us in New Orleans? Not in New Orleans. You don't even know where you're at. Yo, no, you don't no. even know where you at. Where I you know where he was cool with us at. It was in Chicago, not New Orleans. Actually, I thought he was cool with us in New Orleans, too. Oh, my bad. My, you see, when the producer... You see, when the... Pro, no, no, no. When the producer tells me no, that means I have to be wrong. So, I agree. So, my bad. So, my bad. I, I apologize. But Simon Gotch is still a fucking nobody. That's not... That, God, that's awful. That's awful, Jesus. awful take. Aerostar. He's going to be going one-on-one with Ray Horace. Ray Horace, you may know from uh, Lucha Underground as Dragon Azteca Jr. Mm-hmm. Who you got this one. I got Ray, man. Uh, he's he's a hell of a competitor, competitor inside the ring. Uh, Arrow Star has never been my favorite luchador, Me so I, I'll I'll go with Ray on that one. I'm gonna go with Ray as well. Ray is very young. He's up and coming. Arrow Star, even though he looks young in the ring, he's older. He's in his like I think he's early forties, late thirties yes. or mm-hmm. something like that. So who you got in this one? I can't pick Kill Shot seriously in any match, bro. Kill Shot? It's not even Kill It's Aerostar and Ray Horace. Who is Kill Shot? Oh, Shane Strickland. Oh, Shane Strickland. Shane Strickland is Kill Shot. Shane Strickland is Kill Shot. But Aerostar. Again, that's. Oh, you know, I'm at, you know, I'm at a loss for words right now. I don't even know what the fuck to say. Like, I was the one being told that I didn't know what the fuck was going on, and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I think we need a Drew Hill intervention. Too. No, 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 no. No, no, yeah, I might need a Drew Hill blood test. <laughs> Oh my All right, God. so I'm definitely not picking Arrowstar because okay, I never so, picked Arrowstar. Arrowstar wins no matches. Ray he didn't Horace, win. Arrowstar didn't win any matches in Lucha Underground, and he's not winning any matches at this show. Ray Horace across the board. We got for the MLW World Tag Team <laughs> Championships. It's gonna be the Lucha Brothers, who we talked about earlier, Pentagon and Phoenix, going against the Hart Foundation, Davy Boy Smith Jr. And Teddy Hart. This one's been building for a while. Hart Foundation has been the main stable in Major League Wrestling. They've been almost undefeated in tag team wrestling, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But Lucha Brothers have been the mainstay, the Major League Tag Team Champions for the past six months. Who you got in this one? Um, just based on the fact that they just got a if they if that's true, if they got an AEW deal, I'm going wrestling booking wise. The Hart Foundation's gonna fucking win this match. They're gonna take those belts. 
And those guys will not be showing up on MLW. Who <laughs> <laughs> you got in this one? Fuck. Gotta go with the Heart Foundation, even though, obviously, we know what happened with the Lucha Bros. So, it's gotta be any other circumstance. This would have been Lucha Bros easy. Word. Easy. Like, this would have been easy. But, just because of contracts and everything, I'm going with Heart Foundation. I'm gonna go off the president of MJF. MJF still has his couple of dates left with MLW. That man I, is the salt of the earth. He is the salt <laughs> of the earth. I feel like MLW and AEW have a very amicable relationship. That's some cheap food, by and the way. I feel like good. Pentagon and good. Phoenix are gonna Yo, be you a fucking, part of the MLW show. Body that shit in main, on Mania Week. So I this feel like SP the Bros will get the victory. SP here. over here acting like he on a diet and MLW, shit. MLW. He didn't even. He didn't even touch a piece of his. Low-key presented by Selena Del Yo, he is the most unprofessional. He's the most unprofessional dude at Jabba Slim. He wants to sit here and acting like he's professional. Tom Lawler won the battle battle riot back at uh, in New York a okay. couple of months couple ago for Major League Wrestling. Okay. Tom Lawler, the former MMA fighter who's been uh, you know building up a, a very good resume on the indie scene, but in Major League Wrestling he's Yo, been getting you know that you can main sit down, right? as the babyface. You know of you can sit down. No, you, 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 don't, you don't see him. He looks like he's getting prepared for Bruno. Yo, yo, he, yo, yo. The producer is literally with multiple seats behind him. He's looking like he's training for a bout. Trying to stretch a little. He has multiple seats. Stretch these hammies. <laughs> so who you got? Lawler versus Loki. Uh, Loki. You got Loki. He's low so key. drunk. Yeah, you sound drunk like that. He sound drunk. Loki. You know, if he sound drunk, I'm definitely going with Loki. Loki. Okay, so the drunk people got Loki. I got yo, Lawler. Yo, that food made him drunk. <laughs> yeah, there was vodka in that in them noodles, bro. This, this show really went off the rails like a Yo, time SP ago. hasn't had a drop of food yet. So, the new beginning in Sapporo. We, we got the Julia Roberts to the True Hills, night guys. Two, tomorrow morning, it's gonna, we're going to go through the top three matches here. Mm -hmm. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title <laughs> are on the line. It's going to be Shingo and Bushi of LIJ going up against Suzuki Guns, Kanamaro, and El Desperado. Who you got in this one? I'm going to go with El Desperado. You're going to go with Suzuki Gun, winning the Junior Tag Team Championships match. You can tell by that drink. That's why he picked that. Here you go. You're uh, next. I never go up against LIJ. Me either. So LIJ just won the tag team titles at Wrestle Kingdom. So I'm going with Shingo and, and Bushi. IWGP heavyweight tag team titles are on but the line. But this is why I never win New Japan picks. Because you pick it like two hours into the show when I have like three drinks in my system. So I really could care less about these picks right now. Because you're only up to date on WWE. Even though you complain about it all the time. No, I'm actually more up to date on some other promotions, uh -huh. but right now right. this these these bullshit shows right now. No, I'm what not. What other promotion is that? I don't care about. Huh? I don't care about. What anything promotion in... are you up to date with more? Huh? Ring of Honor. What was the last Ring of Honor show you saw? Final Battle. Oh, Final Battle. That was in December. I know. They've had about two or three shows. Ooh, wait, if anybody watches Ring of Honor TV right now, please let me know, including you, because you don't. I watch their main show. I watch Honor yeah. Reign Supreme. I was about to sit here and actually listen for you to lie to me right now talking about you watch Ring of Honor TV. No, I don't watch that. I watch I Honor think. Reign Supreme. So that means we all up to date on Ring of Honor. No, I watch Honor Reign Supreme, which is the show on the 12th. You're wrong. So IWGP Heavyweight Tag Honor Team Reign. Titles. Evil and Sonata of LIJ versus Suzuki Guns, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Sabre Jr. This is a tag team match that's been building up for a while. Who you got for this one? Uh, Suzuki Gun. Suzuki Gun. <laughs> Who you got? I hate agreeing with y'all. I'm gonna go with Suzuki Gun. 
All across the board, I'm going to go with Suzuki and Sabre to unite the IWGP Tag Team titles and the Rev Pro Tag Team titles together. IWGP Intercontinental Championship is on the line. And I got to talk about, we got to talk about this for a little bit because this is not the type of main event that you have after so many people leaving for such a big show. Right. I just feel like if you're going to go with the LIJ, uh, (laughs) LIJ Suzuki gun angle, you got Minoru Suzuki there. You got Zack Sabre Jr. there. I understand you want them to be the tag champions or you want them to go against the tag champions, but Taishi versus... Naito listen, listen. in the main event listen. at New Beginning. Listen, listen. Ugh. I gotta say this right now. Tai Chi, to me, has been the comedic equivalent of who's the other Japanese guy who always wears the red tights all the time? That he's uh, part of uh, Chaos. Oh, Yano. Yano. Yeah. Cause they're fucking clowns. Yeah. He comes now, out singing, lip singing. Now, now, now Tai Chi has some great in-ring ability. Yeah. But you don't really get to see it. Yeah. Because he's always, the whole bit is taking off his fucking pants. I go for my main man, Tranquilo, on this one. Just because Naito is second to none. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is going to really be on Naito to carry this yeah. match. He's going to have to do... We're going to see how great Naito really is. If he can have a great match with Tai Chi, all hats off to you. But I got Naito in this one. Naito's going to show his stuff. <clears throat> he's got to. He honestly doesn't really have a choice. He's at this got point. to well, if he's versus Tai Chi. Well, well, sure. well, at this point, I think this is more of a Tai Chi coming out party. You think so? It has, <laughs> it has, no, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Because he's if got he, an opportunity. He's got an against, opportunity. Against Tanahashi. He's got an opportunity against Naito last year, which was a good match, but I just. I don't, if I don't they're going to put him on the stage and they're going to put him with the secondary belt for the promotion. He's got to show out. He's got to show better. I think this is more of a coming out party for him. Let's see if he can come out for this. And then finally, our last show we're going through is New Beginning in Osaka. We're going to once again go through the top three matches on that card. It's going to be IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, Taiji Ishimori. I had to get the pronunciation right. Bone Soldier! Bone Soldier! (laughs) He's going to be defending for the first time against Taguchi Rasu Kizuhushi. Who you got? Taguchi made Ishimori tap out to become the new Never Hoping Weight six-man tag team champions with Yanu and Maccabee. I like I like to call them the... Ryusuke? Uh, Taguchi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. The baseball man? Yes, yes. The baseball man. And he shows out in these one-on-one matches. He, he does deliver. So who you got in this one? I mean, they never give Taguchi the burn with the belt. He so, got in a burn before. He's the one that... How many years has it been? Yeah, it's been like three, four yeah, years. Yeah, it's now. been about three or four years, man. <laughs> so it's all Bone Soldier or nothing at this point. <laughs> I believe Bone Soldier is the guy they're going to build the yeah. title around. So who you got? Is this for the never open weight? This is for the junior heavyweight. Junior heavyweight. He never pays attention. No, I really don't. He never does. I, re- I really don't because y'all know how I feel about that never open weight shit. All right. But we're talking about the junior, ta- the junior heavyweight championship, so let's move on now. All right, so, so here's the part of the true hill heat that I don't pay attention. Who's the match? Taguchi versus Ishimori. Who you got? I'm going to go with Taguchi. <laughs> of course he would. Of course he would. We got Okada. 
Kazuka Okada. He's gonna go one on one with Bad Luck Fale. This is a grudge match. This is Okada trying to still get his vibe back after getting that big loss against Jay Wyatt at Wrestle Kingdom. Who you got? Okada versus Fale. <laughs> the Rainmaker. Like what the fuck? Yo, dude just unveiled his short tights. Uh, they. This is what their second match. This is, I think, their third, the fourth third match. match? They, they, they fought a couple They've of times. So they, far? I think they fought last year in the G1. Uh, Balak Fale defeated Okada. He was the second one after Jay White who defeated Okada to start off the G1. But this is a rematch based on that match. So who you got? Uh, it's got to be the Rainmaker at this point just so he can keep on creeping up. He's got to keep on creeping up because I feel like the Rainmaker is the perfect person to verse who I think is going to win the winner of this main event matchup at the G1 Supercard. So the IWGP Heavyweight Championship will main event a new beginning in Osaka on the 11th. It's going to be the number one contender, Switchblade, Jay White. Switchblade! Getting his first shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, going one-on-one with the ace, the new champion, Hiroshi Tadahashi. Who you got in this one? Not yet. Not yet. It's coming, but not yet. Tanahashi is going to retain. Who you got? Uh, it's got to be Tanahashi at this point. To his point, not yet for Jay White. They've got to build this. They've got to make him Dude earn. just had the biggest win of his life at Wrestle Kingdom 13. I, I get it. But at the end like, of the day, these, the freaking... Right, the that's what I mean. The non-Japanese wrestlers, they got to work more right, to get the right. freaking shot. So I see... Like, He's got, see, to, he's got to keep going. I see it. more G1 climax. Yes. For for, for Jay for, White. For Jay White, right. Not now. Not now. Mm-hmm. Summertime, that. yes. Give him some time to earn it. So maybe a, a Jay White Okada rematch next year? I, I, can, I can see it. I can see it. For the IWGP WTP Heavyweight, Heavyweight Championship. Championship. Yeah. I can see that. That's actually that's actually a good proposal. So you I'm see, gonna... even when I'm drunk, I have some I have some decent opinions. <laughs> You know, a, a broken <laughs> clock is it's right. Two times in a day. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go. So did Bill Mayer. Tadahashi getting the victory in this one. <laughs> Tadahashi versus Okada. First time ever in the U.S. needs to happen at G1 Supercar. There is no bigger matchup in my mind that they can get for uh, G1 Supercar other than maybe Chris Jericho versus Tadahashi. So I feel like Okada Ta- Okada versus Tadahashi is the way to go. So that is all for the ma- for the shows that we got coming up this week. We're going to review most of these shows on True Hill Heat 26. So if you have not already become a subscriber to our YouTube channel, True Hill Heat, please become a subscriber today. We are streaming live right now for True Hill Heat 25, and we're going to have our heated opinions, True Hill debate of the day, as well as our new segment, The Count, on our True Hill Heat YouTube channel this week. So check that out. Join the True Hills group page by T-R-U space H-E-E-L-S on Facebook. Follow us on the Twitter machine at True Hill Heat. I always got very good opinions, especially about the city of Phoenix. <laughs> Yo. Yo. So yo, check that out on our Twitter yo, my machine. my man really went off on Phoenix, yo. So tell them what your Instagram is, sir. Uh, if I remember. But I think it, I believe it's True Hill underscore Top Guy JJ. Uh, yeah, mine is underscore J O N J A Y. That's John J. Uh, so you can follow me there on Instagram because I don't have. Twitter. So he basically tried to say go to school. <laughs> basically with J. So and also also you can follow me on Instagram at True Hill underscore Epic SP three. 
Uh, you can also get a True Hill t-shirt like this one right here on Pro Wrestling Spot on Pro Wrestling Tees.com forward slash True Hills. You can get this one or one of our Perf Pack approved True Hill shirts. Uh, check us out on iTunes or True Hill Heat Podcast. You can listen to this audio on iTunes every week. Every week that we go live on our YouTube channel, we will follow up with our iTunes podcast on our uh, on our podcast channel, Apple Podcasts. True Hill Heat, so check that out as well. Uh, like I said before, you're going to be at Jobber Slam 4 coming up on WrestleMania weekend. But until True Hill Heat 26, we got Jay News here. We got Top Guy JJ. Jay News, I know you're not going to be on True Hill Heat 26, so you're not allowed to perform on any podcast for the next 90 days. We hope he doesn't sign with AEW. So until True Hill Heat 26, they hit me on the DM. They hit me on the DM. Damn. We are signing off.